Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Kate Constable here with you. And joining us now is Michael Leboff of the Islanders Anxiety Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at TheBigLebowski. So let's talk about uh, Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, Michael. So Sergei Bobrovsky came in with suddenly high expectations, uh, but he got yanked in the middle of game number two. How much of that is, uh, you know, basically regression to the mean as far as what goaltenders tend to do over time, especially after a heater? And how much of this is just Vegas with overwhelming offensive firepower? Towards the uh, towards the former, nobody, uh, you know, could play at the level that, Bobrovsky was playing at um, for as long as you need to to get through an entire playoffs, right? And and a two week break, throwing in a two week two week break in in the middle of that, and it becomes even harder to maintain that level. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely something that I think a lot of people saw coming. I I didn't expect um, things to kind of blow up as much as they did, um, and I thought maybe Aiden Hill would struggle a little bit more than than he has, but. Uh, seeing Bobrovsky now hanging at 12 to one for the Smythe. This is a something uh, you know I was talking about before the the series, which was to kind of if if you are interested in Bobrovsky Smythe, the Smythe price, you can probably wait to see how those first two games go. Um, because look, if if Florida comes back and wins the series now, uh, he's going to need to be stellar, and all of a sudden he's 12 to one. Uh, to win the consummate. So now, now would be the time I would think uh, to, to get involved with the Bob consummate futures. So what do you think about uh, the total action? Obviously uh, the overs hit in uh, the first two games here. Uh, first period overs have been on a crazy run for Vegas. I believe 13 out of the, out of the last 14, you know, sometimes when these series settle in, uh, that, that you see lower scoring. We certainly see that in some other sports. We've gone over that uh, with the NBA. Uh, do you expect that to happen where we'll s- eventually, if the penalty minutes can get in check a little bit here, where uh, we do see less scoring? Yeah, I, I think game three is actually a pretty good spot to um, go for, for the under or, or bets related to a more low event game. Um, you can maybe look at the, the three-way tie as one. The first period under, I think, is, is worth a shot. I know that they've been on a, on a, on a heater here with Vegas games. Uh, and the Knights, the Knights have this thing with at home, especially, it feels like, and this is more anecdotal than anything, that they just come shot out of the cannon um, in, in the fortress. And the, the game just it turns into a carnival for those like first 10 minutes, and, and that mm-hmm. reflects on the ice. But um, I just I think that this – Florida's best chance to kind of find its way into the series is is to slow things down a little bit. And they've been so out of sorts and they've lost their composure that they'll want to keep this game on script. So I think a, a slow start and, and a, a more sluggish game is, is an angle to, to work into your handicap uh, for, for Thursday. 100 to win the series. If you want to back Las Vegas at all, I mean, there's not much value there. How would you approach someone who wants to bet on the Knights uh, but doesn't want to lay that juice? Yeah, I think at this point you can feel pretty confident um, that if Vegas wins, it looks like Jonathan Marcheseau would, would be the Smythe winner. Uh, he's 
even money minus 105 to do so. So if you're if you just want to be a part of the ride and, and bet Vegas to, to win the series, um, you can go that way. You could probably just go game to game here, even money. Uh, I think I think the line for for game three looks about right with Florida as a minus 120 favorite and Vegas as an even money underdog. Uh, so you can just go that route as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of tough to to delay this kind of juice now with them up, uh, you know, two nothing because we've seen Florida play pretty well with their backs against the wall, not just in the, the postseason, but going back to uh, to the regular season where they needed to to run off a, a stretch of six straight wins to to get themselves back into the playoff mix. You mentioned uh, Jonathan Marcheseau for Con Smythe, and certainly he's done a fantastic job uh, all playoffs long, 12 goals in his last dozen games. But through the first two games of the Stanley Cup final, Vegas has 12 goals from nine different players, including three from defensemen. I'm wondering if it's not Marcheseau, uh, if somebody else from Vegas can go on a run here because the scoring has been evenly distributed. Yeah, I was hoping that it would be Ivan Barbashev because um, I, I put him in uh, at 121 before the, to, before the series. Um, and, and I think he's been really good. But the problem is that Barsha, so Eichel, and Barbashev all play on the same line, and that line's been really good. Uh, so they, they do, they just spread things out. That's what that's what makes it so hard to catch him at this point is that, uh, like you said, like their, their production is so spread out that uh, for someone to get on a heater and uh, not only – is is that you know you're, you're betting on that, but you're also betting on Marcia so not to be the facilitator. Let's say it's Eichel, right? Like that Marcia so's not mm-hmm. picking up an assist on an Eichel goal or uh, you know something like that. So I think at this point, like I, I would feel pretty confident that that it it would be Marcia so uh, if Vegas wins, almost certainly. And the thing, you know, oftentimes at this point in the Stanley Cup final the Smythe favor for the team up to nothing is, is much is a much shorter price than this. But I think because Marcia so is not a huge name, like, uh, you know, Kale McCarr was last year or uh, Nikita Kucherov or players like of that ilk. I think because he's not a superstar, uh, he's not getting as much of, of the money or the respect that, that let's say if you gave Jack Eichel the goals that Marcia so has scored, Eichel would be, you know, minus 250 right now, I would say. Uh, Michael, am I overreacting if, if I say after two games, look, 2023 ain't it. A goaltender is not going to win the Smythe this year. Bobrovsky had the path. He had the opportunity. He's now been benched twice in the playoffs. Even if they do win, that might be too much uh, to go up against. It's probably going to be Kachuk because he'd be a big part of that. And Aiden Hill has been really, really good. But what's been the story with Vegas? All of the scoring that we've seen of late. Am I overreacting to say after two games that I just don't see a goaltender winning it this year? No, I don't think you're overreacting. And I would have – we talked on on our podcast line change about getting involved in in the position market and betting on the goaltender. It was like plus 250 before game one. And, um, yeah, now I think that – that that has completely changed uh, through these two games uh, with with just the way this series has patterned out. Uh, like I said, I I still think that if 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 Florida comes back like Bobrovsky, that probably correlates to Bobrovsky standing on his head a bit and, and taking the series over. So there's a, definitely a chance that uh, it happens. But right now, the most 
the, the most likely outcome here is a Vegas series win. And uh, I know Aiden Hill has been a great story, but it's not, it's, it'd be really tough to see the, the voters giving him the consummate. Half, half the playoffs for them. So I think you're, you're on, you're on track there. Is there a chance that the Panthers come back from this? I mean, they've done it against the Bruins and um, earlier in the playoffs, but so far the Knights have been pretty dominant in these two wins. Yeah, I actually think there is a chance. Um, I I think a lot of times this uh, we talked about this in with the Rangers and Devils series as as we got uh, towards the business end of that in round one, where the betting market in these in these you know in these best of sevens which are you need to kind of just look at them as their own entities are uh they'll only it'll only react to what we've seen which is we've only seen two games and we've only seen two Vegas wins uh but that doesn't mean that you know game three the, the Panthers don't come out uh, and just you know put on a clinic so that, you know one win for Florida all of a sudden swings the narrative back and for the next couple of days all we'll hear about is how well Vegas has played and that Florida has lost its composure a bit and maybe the magic's rubbed off uh, on Florida, but that changes with, you know, a two nothing lead for the Panthers in early in, in game, in game three. So I, I do, I do think Florida is, is still live here. Uh, four to one is interesting. I think that uh, if, if you're going to bet the Panthers to win game three, you might as well take a, a chunk of that. Or like I said, the Bobrovsky cons might future uh, as well, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that you can count this team out at all. They're, They've, they're a feisty bunch, and, and Bobrovsky has shown that he can get not just hot, but, you know, world-beating hot uh, on a moment's notice. Well, and especially after how lopsided game two turned out to be, there may be some value as far as betting on the series to go, say, six or seven games if you think Florida can come back and make things interesting. And so uh, definitely I agree with you there. As far as the top goal scorer in this series, Marcheseau is the favorite at minus 130 on BetMGM. Uh, Matthew Kachuk at 5-1. to one. After that, you've got a 12-1 to one with Mark Stone, Eichel's there, and uh, several others. Any value uh, in someone not named Marcheseau in this market? Yeah, I still think Anthony Duclair, who has a goal uh, under his belt already, is is fine at thirty-five to one. That's about where he was hanging before the series started, and um, I think he's been really good. I think uh, that line with him and Barkov has been really solid. Like, I don't think Barkov's a bad shout either at forty to one. I know he's got to work his way back uh, and catch Marcheseau. Uh, with no goals under his uh, to his credit yet, but he's interesting. Of course, the guy that I, that I've been backing on Florida because his odds have been huge, and he plays uh, on the second line with Kachuk and Bennett has been Nick Cousins in every series, and he's the one that got robbed by Aiden Hill and that that save that made the round. So that was a nice gut punch. But um, yeah, I think I think Duclair is is absolutely live in this market still, especially since he's already scored. Hmm. What uh, so so? What's your prediction now? You're stepping in. What what's the final series price going to be? I see this morning that the favorite for uh, the the series result is now Vegas in five, and then the second favorite is is actually a four game sweep. What would you say? Yeah, I think this goes at least six. So uh, I, I mean, if if I were to give a prediction, I, I would say Vegas wins the series. Uh, yep, in 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 six. 
I think Florida is is game, and they're so hard to uh, to kind of just count out uh, with with the way that they play in the goaltending. I do. I actually think that the the Radko Gudis injury is a is a pretty big deal, just because they were already so thin defensively, um, and they only get thinner now. Not that you know, Gudis is a you know, elite defenseman by any stretch, but he's solid and plays a role for them. And now they're, they're they get thinner in, in an area that was already of concern. But um, this mm-hmm. is a feisty bunch. They're they're very good at uh, you know at what playing their style. And I think that getting some some matchups that that they'd like on home ice, which is you know getting Matt Kachuk away from the Mark Stone line. However, however they want to play it will will help a little bit, but. Yeah, I don't think this one's over. We saw with Vegas and and Dallas, like the the, the Stars had a little bit of a a dead count cat bounce after they went down three nothing, and and I'd expect something, uh, some sort of response here from Florida, uh, whether it's you know winning a game at or or two at home, but uh, it does feel like at this point down down two nothing, you'd have to say it's it's the ninth series uh, to lose. Yeah, outside of Bobrovsky not performing the way he did in previous series, what, what's the issue with the Panthers? Or what's what do they need to do to get back into this series? Is Vegas just a bad matchup for them, or are they just not playing up to their potential? I, I think they, you know, it's funny. I thought they, I took a lot of encouraging stuff from Florida. I thought they were going to get, have struggle a lot at five on five and just need to counter punch. And hope Bobrovsky stood on his head, and um, they actually played pretty well five on five in game one. But game in that game and in game two, they they lost. Um, you know, they didn't play disciplined, and they lost the moments. Like like Florida for their in their series win against Boston, and then against Toronto and Carolina, they were just the more clinical, like ruthless team that that came up bigger in the moments and and kind of held their nerve. Uh, better in, in, in whether it's a big battle in front of the net or, a, you know, on man rush within a tie game that they needed to either get a save or, or score. Uh, and they're just not doing that right now. So I think, you know, that, that kind of stuff makes me feel okay about their chances to at least make some noise in the series. Uh, game two, I should say like they, they were not good, but um, I still think that, you know, there's a, a moment here or there that if it breaks the other way, uh, especially in game one, we're, we're having a very different conversation. About 30 seconds left here, Michael. As far as uh, money line or puck line for game three happening Thursday night, uh, any value either way? Yeah, I'll be quick. I, I, I want to keep trying to bet into a, an Aiden Hill blow-up game. Like his, his pedigree as a goaltender is that he's an average backup in the NHL. So I'm expecting at some point he just has one game where it's just ugly. So I actually think Florida, if you're gonna, if you want to bet them uh, on the money line, it, it may be betting a minus one and a half, or a minus two and a half, or something like a team total is is worth it. Good deal. It would be two to one uh, on the puck line on BetMGM if you uh, go that route. So good stuff there. Michael Leboff of the Islanders Anxiety and Line Change Podcast. Also follow him on Twitter at the Big Lebowski. Michael, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our latest thoughts on the NBA Finals. And, of course, our Blake Snell bet right here on the BetQL Network.